Welcome to Happy Hour with Mystic Chick, a podcast about anything and everything metaphysical and beyond. From disembodied spirits to manifesting a lover, we've got you covered. Virgo Lass and I live stream on Podbean every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And let me tell you, things can get a little crazy. Anything can happen, including spontaneous tarot readings. For the latest info on upcoming episodes, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Chick underscore Mystic and Virgo Lass at Lass Virgo. And if you want to schedule a tarot reading with me, DM me on Twitter or email me at mysticguide13 at yahoo.com. Stay mystical, my friends. Hello, everyone. Mystic Chick here. It's about that time to grab your hurricane, green pineapple, or a French 75 and get settled into a big, puffy cloud of positive energy to contemplate another morsel of mystic goodness. Ah, vision boards, a favorite topic of mine. They're pretty to look at, fun to make, and amazingly therapeutic. They can be on poster board, bulletin board, a scrapbook, and you can get all those secret goals in, but they can also go horribly wrong. And I am sure Virgo Lass is going to have a lot to say about vision boards gone wild. They are so naughty. Hello, Virgo Lass. Hello, Mystic Chick. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we're going to talk about the drinks for a second. But I have to say, when I was going through all this and realizing the concept of the uh, the episode, I was like, man, we missed our, our uh, special day. We should have done this for Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to revisit this for Mardi Gras. <laughs> so now the hurricane is everybody kind of knows that drink. But I, I had not heard of the French 75 or the uh, what the was Cesarec? the other one? The what? Sazerac. Oh, that was actually on the list. Although I didn't say that one. I it's I it's on the OprahDaily.com website. Mardi Gras drinks. Oh, 13 best Mardi Gras drinks that are famous in New Orleans. Did you have any of these? You had the say that again. The Sazerac. The Sazerac is a classic. All right. Um, I've, I've had the God French 75 before. Yeah, I've had the French 75 before. And yeah, no, that, that one is delicious. And hurricanes, I had those in my 20s, never again, but it was a wild night. <laughs> yeah, we've all. My, my yeah. liver would probably just wave a white flag and just like curl up and die if I tried doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So the, oh my gosh, Sazerac, did I say it right? Probably. I don't know. I mean, I say Sazerac, but maybe that's just my Chicago accent coming out. (laughs) We can go with that. You've actually been to New Orleans. It's got rye whiskey, Peychaud's bitters, which I've never even heard of, and Gastura bitters, absinthe, and a sugar cube. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It's like, 
if you're a fan of bitter, it's a good one. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not that I'm not a really big fan of bitter drinks. But the one good thing is that then you're kind of like forced to drink them more slowly, as opposed to a hurricane, which you just like shotgun while you're walking down the street in a big old plastic cup. Oh, that's isn't that pretty much on par with a Long Island iced tea? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, all sugar just a hangover in a glass yeah it's just i can't i i couldn't do those when i was 20 21 (laughs) (laughs) i will correct it i'm like i didn't drink (laughs) i didn't drink underage ever no not a drop (laughs) no but the french 75 is only gin simple syrup and freshly squeezed lemon juice oh Oh, and bubbly yeah that that is a fan favorite uh i mean um Virgo Lad makes them for me sometimes at home. I am a fan. Yeah, but you like gin. I don't like gin. Can yeah. you do it with vodka? Uh, I mean, I guess you can. I don't like vodka, so <laughs> just choose your own adventure. I'm drinking gin right now. <laughs> but you don't have any Russian in your heritage, do you? Nope. Okay. Well, yeah, I do. And I, I need the... And it's got to be potato vodka. It can't be any of that crappy Tito's. Nope. (laughs) Which everybody swears by. They're like, it's Tito's. Woo! And I'm like, Tito's. What's Uh, Tito's made out of? It's grain. I can't remember if it's corn. It's gluten free. So maybe it's made out of corn. Oh, maybe that's why everybody likes it. I mean, it's alcohol, people. I mean, if you're on a diet, it's still going to do the job. Like, <laughs> well, I think it's more if, like, you know, yeah, yeah. If you have like a, a true gluten allergy and not that you're just like on like a keto diet or something like that. <laughs> All right. So this green pineapple, which I have never heard of, but I was like really excited about it because it involves mezcal. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yes, and it looks like a sickly kind of green, almost like an avocado sitting out too long, but I'm sure it tastes really good. (laughs) So not necessarily a um, absinthe green fairy sort of a green. (laughs) No, no. Absinthe green is pretty. Yeah. Uh, This one is really seriously. It's it's this like avocado browning in the the at a party that's been out for three hours kind of feel. But it looks like it probably tastes good. Maybe it's got pineapple juice, banana liqueur, agave syrup, matcha oh, powder. Banana liqueur. That sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Already I'm out. <laughs> like, oh, just out. <laughs> wow. You don't think like mixing it with the pineapple, it would kind of, you know, do the pina colada feel? I mean, maybe it would. Maybe I would like do a sip of it just to see. But I mean, the only banana flavoring I like are like actual bananas. <laughs> Everything else, yeah, everything else can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're probably not going to get excited about this next ingredient either, cardamom. Oh, I like cardamom. Do you? Yeah. What What do you like it in? I hate cardamom. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's amazing in Indian food. Um, I have had like uh, cardamom rolls before at my local bakery that are kind of like, you know, very cinnamony. And I've actually, like, uh, I have pods at home. Sometimes I'll mash them up and I'll put them in my coffee. That's that's really walking the line there, lady. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so besides the cardamom, though, there's... I don't even understand this. 
You know what? This is one of those drinks that just has too many layers. Yeah, sometimes it's like too much is just too much. Okay, because it has it broken down and I was just reading the ingredients, but then it says, which I didn't read, <laughs> for pineapple matcha juice. And then there's all these ingredients, including matcha powder. But then it says for the cocktail, then there's Doña Vega Mezcal Aspadine, pineapple matcha juice, fresh lime, holy hemp salt and pineapple wedges. This is all too much. Like, I mean, I, I would need, like, I need a professional to make this for me. I need a professional bartender. A mixologist. <laughs> yeah, a mixologist to make this for me. And I will tip handsomely because it sounds like a lot of work. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, <laughs> vision boards. <laughs> vision boards. <laughs> well, I was going to say, maybe we should put that green pineapple drink on our vision boards because it's so complicated that maybe we can just manifest one. <laughs> Manifested. I'm, I'm going to manifest mine without the banana liqueur. Okay. <laughs> and you can manifest yours without the cardamom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what those would be called then. Would that alter the name? Are we just like jumping the shark? I don't I mean, know. Because What's it called again? <laughs> it's not the most original name either. Green pineapple. I mean, it's still green. It's still got the pineapple. Being true to the letter of the law here. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, there are so many things to talk about with vision boards. <laughs> vision boards gone wild. I I kind of picked that because number one, it's been a topic for geez forever now. <laughs> it seems it's probably been the last decade or, or so that they've been kind of big it seems like everything kind of hit when like the secret came out everybody was like into metaphysics and manifesting and co-creating their universes yeah so there was like a whole like vision board boom there was and so now you know now that they've been out and about <laughs> uh maybe they've gotten into some things they shouldn't have <laughs> Maybe they've caused a little chaos. <laughs> <laughs> they've, uh, they've had their heyday and now they're kind of doing the B movies or they're playing the, uh, the smaller venues or, you know, just kind of like selling like off their belongings for money. Yeah. Yeah. Putting like putting like their old costuming on eBay. <laughs> 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 signing napkins and selling those <laughs> so uh, but a vision board can be helpful for many reasons it's a great tool for focusing your intention creating a vision board engages the right brain which more easily allows spirit to flow through a vision board allows you to get in touch with your childlike side it gives you permission to dream which is something that adults don't do nearly enough it creates a dialogue with the subconscious through the use of pictures which are imbued with archetypal symbolism vision boards have gotten a lot of media attention in the last several, several years, <laughs> every big name on TV and guru of the moment has talked about them. Uh, many people have feverishly made them, hoping that the sooner they slap some pictures down, the sooner the magic can happen. Now, insert jazz hands. 
Mm. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, the energy that is contained within the vision board needs to be nurtured and given constant love and attention. Otherwise, that creative energy goes wild and crazy things can happen. Before you know it, you've attracted a lot of unwanted attention. Sooner than you think, you are miles away from your goals with no clue how you were robbed of your dreams, your cash, or your sanity. <laughs> it was all that vision board. <laughs> it was all the vision board. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever made a vision board Virgo S? No, like I was actually just talking with a friend about how manifesting is actually very new for me because I grew up in a family where we were always afraid of jinxing things. So, you know, like knock on wood every time you say something um, like if you're saying like, oh, um, Hopefully, like, you know, this flight goes safely, knock on wood, you know, <laughs> like make sure toss, you know, um, if you spill salt, toss that over your shoulder, like everything is just about like warding off the jinxes. And so like, you know, I just grew up believing you should never say what you really want out loud because the universe will hear you and will just like rip it to shreds and laugh in your face. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I've never like made a vision board before because I think that I would have been scared of like if I put it out into the universe, then the universe is going to say, yeah, look at your plants. Ha. <laughs> and I'm like now, like now I'm, I'm getting more into manifesting. I'm actually seeing the benefits of actually putting it out there and that the universe, I mean, it can be my friend. <laughs> it can, it doesn't have it out for me. <laughs> um, I think it's actually funny that, you know, you kind of grew up that way because especially as an earth sign, I think like once you started like even like tossing around the idea of manifesting, you're like instantaneously manifesting. Like it's really awesome to watch. And as a water sign, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really think earth signs, you know, they manifesting things is all about bringing things into this, you know, 3D world. And the earth signs are part of that world more than any other sign. Like, so I just think it's pretty cool. And of course, anybody can, you know, focus their intentions and work on, on manifesting things. But uh, it's just like so funny how like strong your energy is. It's just like, poof, I want this. Here it is. Oh, God, I wish that was true. <laughs> I don't know. You've been doing pro like ever since January. Like it's only April now and you seem to like some of your goals. I think you've already surpassed. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, but yeah, I needed you to tell me all this stuff when I was in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hindsight. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So, but you you know, you're doing it now and that is awesome. And uh, so you have not like really kind of sat there with your magazines and your little like paper dolls and like whipped together a vision board. I mean, I have a Pinterest. <laughs> you know, I wonder if that's the vision board of like the this uh, 
like the millennials and beyond? It basically is because say that I want a new couch or I'm redecorating my living room. I will take a ton of pictures from Pinterest and then I've put them together and then eventually see like, okay, I want this kind of a style. This is what I'm into right now. Or same thing for a new wardrobe or a new hair color. You know, you just keep on pinning things that attract your attention until all of a sudden you're like, okay, this is the exact thing that I want. (laughs) That is a good way to do it. Yeah. And also, I mean, the thing too is that, I mean, we are living in the year 2021 and how many of us have magazines lying around? Oh, me. (laughs) But I have a story. (laughs) There's a method to my madness. I, um, number one, I'm kind of old school and I actually really enjoy flipping through a magazine. And because I'm left-handed, I always go through them back to front. (laughs) Don't judge. (laughs) I pretty much do that with everything. Like if I had learned Hebrew, my life would probably be way simpler. (laughs) So I have always loved magazines, but then there was the pandemic and then there was Amazon and then there were like these sales, <laughs> especially at the beginning of the pandemic lockdown last year, where it would be like $5 for the subscription to whatever. And I just like went insane. Like there was a period of a month or two where they was were like running these specials and like every day or every week would be like different magazines for five bucks. And so I had like National Geographic. I had like weird ones that I would never in a million years think to get like some DIY magazine. Like I really don't DIY, but I'm like, maybe I'll start. <laughs> Good, I love a D- oh, I love a DIY magazine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you get so many ideas that you're never going to do. <laughs> yeah, it almost mocked me. It was like, you know, well, and it, they made everything look so easy. But then I would go through the steps and I'd be like, man, that's a lot of work. I think I can find something just like that on Wayfair. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or go on Etsy and someone's already made it for you. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, but good housekeeping, which was kind of mocking me also. <laughs> I don't know why. I would look around and I'd be like, yeah, that's not happening. I don't know. Like they, there's a lot of magazines that are kind of full of themselves and like had yeah. all these, like great plans, like double curtains and whatnot. Like I can barely manage to have one set up. Like don't right. make me layer them and like <laughs> put them at different heights and like paint everything a certain color to go with this throw pillow. Like I can't take the pressure. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. So, and I'm trying to think of what else. A million health magazines. Oh, and I also like decided to be a good wife and get men's health for my significant other. And that was a joke. (gasps) Men's health is just all about how to get abs. No, it's it used to be. Now it's just pathetic. Like, I don't even know who's running it right now. Like, I feel like writing a scathing email because there's Women's Health Magazine and there's Men's Health Magazine. So I got both. Mm-hmm. And I started comparing them. And Women's Health Magazine is a legitimate magazine with useful information and research and science and all sorts of great things. Men's Health, seriously, seriously, there was an article on... How hot dogs are the new superfood. Oh my God. <laughs> that was one of the highlights. Like it, it went downhill from there. Like it was so bad 
that I'm sitting there going, is there any useful health advice in this at all? I really think that there isn't. And uh, this is why men die so soon. <laughs> Thinking that hot dogs will save their life. Yes. Probably. Yes. <laughs> I was really flabbergasted. And uh, so, yeah, there were like a million. I got Shape Magazine. I got Health Magazine, which was different than Women's Health Magazine. In Style Magazine, which is completely useless in a pandemic when you never leave the house. And you're never going to travel to Paris. Yeah. So many magazines. So yeah. anyway. That's the thing. Is that my, I, I love magazines. But my thing with magazines is that I can't have them cluttering up my house. But... In the before times when I used to travel, I would go and just, it was my ritual to buy a bunch of magazines and then read them on the flight. And it's like one of my favorite things about flying. And then I just leave them for the flight attendants when I'm done. See, you're a giver. I'm a giver. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened. But anyways, piles of magazines now and I'm horrible to the environment. I am so sorry, environment. But at least I can vision board until the cows come home. Yeah, exactly. You are all set up for vision boarding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I know that eventually, because you... A, a mutual friend. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out on a limb and call him a mutual friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out to Josh. <laughs> He's so great. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> you guys were texting back and forth, and he brought up some really great questions about vision boards. And I'm trying to find my text <laughs> about his questions because I thought, huh, we really should talk about those things. I'm looking. Okay, so the first one was he was asking how many should he, should he have. <laughs> that actually was a really interesting question. I had not really been faced with that before. Usually people do one that kind of yeah. encompassed all their goals. Okay, because yeah, I think did he need like he was wondering if he needed like a separate vision board for like every single goal like here is the uh, new car vision board or here is the here's the job like a raise at my job vision board (laughs) but you know i guess you could just i'll put it on one board well i think that so a vision board is supposed to kind of highlight how you want your life to be like it's a snapshot of your perfect dream life and so you'll have elements of it you know maybe the car you want to drive maybe like how you want to look when you're rich and famous maybe the type of house you want to have the area you want to live in the million things like whatever you can think of if you want to go into a specific type of work you can have a picture of that So, I mean, it really depends on like what your goals are and it really does help to kind of list out some things if you want ahead of time, just to kind of, so when you go hunting through magazines, you're kind of looking for certain things, but also you can just go at the magazines and whatever draws you just pull everything and then start kind of looking for patterns. So If you're like, I have no idea, I have no idea what I want out of life, I don't know what I want to do for work, I don't know where I want to live, any of it, I just don't know. Just grab a pile of magazines, or you can, you know, go on the internet too and just like look for pictures of things and you can always print things out or whatever. And you could draw the pictures too. I mean, it doesn't have to be like 
magazine. It could be if you're an artist and you want to draw the pictures out, just go ahead and do that. Like, however you want to slice it. But if you have no clue about what you want to do, then just kind of randomly flip through the magazines, grab everything that catches your eye, and then try to find, like, try to make stacks, if you can, of different themes of things, like modes of transportation, or places you want to visit, or houses you want to live in, and just start making the piles, and then kind of go through those specific piles and just kind of curate them, like figure out, oh, you know, I thought I wanted this type of house, but I really don't because of these reasons. So this is the one that I want. And it doesn't have to be your forever thing. It's just about trying to like focus what you want out of life. Try to like hone in on things so that you can kind of send things out to the universe in a, a clearer fashion. So you might actually realize that after you get everything up and you've been sitting with it for a while that you've changed and you need to change things out a little bit. And that is completely part of the process, but at least it gives you a starting point. But the only thing that I would think of to have more than one board, honestly, is if you usually it's like career driven, but you're trying to like really hone in on what you what you want to do for your career and you kind of have different things going on or you want something that is so specific and that you don't even know if the job is actually like even out there and then you start kind of really putting in every single little element of the type of work that you want to do does that make sense no that does so that would be the only kind of place. I mean, otherwise, you know, if you have a vision board because you want to build a house, I mean, that's kind of like more just a design board then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, people do those all the time for, you know, here's my swatches of wallpaper. Here's my paint colors that I want. Here's this and that. Like a vision board goes beyond that. And it's kind of working more with the universe and working with your subconscious. So it really is kind of this way for, you know, your most earthly self, that kind of subconscious that's even hidden from you half the time to connect with the most kind of heavenly things and find some sort of common ground. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, so here is my question. Again, I'm being practical earth sign person here. Then what do you do with like this big old poster board once you're done with it? Like, I mean, again, going back to my refrain during the Feng Shui episodes, like how does this fit into your your home aesthetic? Oh <laughs> you're all about the looks, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of different ways you could do this. So you can do the board and just kind of like hide it behind another wall hanging or something you can tack it to the back of it if you want you can kind of work it more than on a subliminal feng shui level <laughs> not the best approach but if you just don't know what else to do and or you can you know and maybe you can kind of take it out once a week and just kind of meditate with it for a little while to remind you of your goals uh, like, what if I'm, this just popped into my head like what if you're like 
you're dating and you have a vision board of like what you want your future husband and children to look lo- to look like and then you're taking home dates and then they find it and then it's all weird <laughs> <laughs> just made it awkward <laughs> that's great um well then yes you could put it in some sort of scrapbook a notebook whatever is most comfortable for you to use if you feel weird doing a poster board then you know definitely don't use a poster board i'm trying to think there's also like different ways that people like artists kind of store their portfolios so you can get one of those cardboard do you know what I'm talking about? They're yeah. kind of like a accordion style, big cardboard thing and kind of store it in there if you want. But a lot of times it makes the most sense to kind of hang it somewhere where you're going to see it all the time. So you can kind of focus it and tweak it and put it somewhere where you can see it every day and that it's not going to be in the main living area where people are going to stare at it and judge it. Again, like with with the feng shui, like which room would be or which bagua would be the best to put your vision board? Probably for that, I would say either creativity or health. But if it's kind of skewed in a certain way, like towards your career or towards kind of more abundance, then you can put it in your career gua or your um, like prosperity gua. If it's a vision board, say kind of, and I actually could see this happening, um, one for a relationship, manifesting like the best relationship for you. You might want to do a whole board just on that theme if you have been struggling with finding the right person for a while. And then I would definitely put that in your relationship area. But yes, keep it away, especially if you bring a date into your relationship area. You do not want them to be like, uh, this doesn't look like me at all. (laughs) I I like the idea of like being sneaky about it. Like maybe you get like some sort of like a double sided picture frame. And then, yeah, and then just flip it whenever someone comes over. You just have to remember to do that. (laughs) That's kind of like Scooby-Doo-ish. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm trying to see. Yes, it could be because I'm looking at the questions. So, yeah, it could be a notebook also. But anything that, you know, you can kind of work with pictures and stick them all in a central location. That is the goal. So okay, you can, I can do yeah, I can kind of see paper. like yeah like like a artist portfolio type thing or like you know one of those big like giant sketchbooks and then just um, paste like a bunch of pictures in there and then yeah you can have multiples if you want because you can just flip a page and then do another one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I wouldn't go too crazy with a, gone tra- wild with a theme. <laughs> <laughs> gone wild. <laughs> gone crazy. So, yeah, these are some of the things that you can do um, or you should watch out for when things go a little bit crazy. So, creating mindlessly, do not do that. That means kind of really thoughtfully curate the pictures that you're putting on there. Do not go to one of those like and they used to have them all the time. I don't know if they're still doing them that often, but kind of a vision board workshop at some holistic center or yoga place or whatever. And, you know, there's just a pile of magazines and everybody's, you know, burning incense and listening to Enya and making these vision boards. <laughs> okay. I, I, I actually just came up with a new business idea for us someday. Um <laughs> 
So you know, like those paint and sip um, businesses where you go and like that you drink a bunch of wine and you like paint, like they show you how to like paint this whole landscape like that, except it's wine and vision boarding. Oh my gosh, that could actually work. We could have a selection of wines and a ton of pictures. And yeah, you could, you can choose a board or a notebook. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I know I'm there's paints it. there if you're an artist. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Love it. Uh, you can you can do intarsia work if you'd like. We can give you rock chips. <laughs> 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 so um, <laughs> this is so that that actually I'm gonna have to remember that one. That's awesome. Uh, so, anyways. Don't create mindlessly. So don't go to one of those things because somebody makes you go and you're sitting there and you're drinking the wine going, God, when is this over? Because I'm hungry and we're supposed to like go for a late dinner after this and just start like randomly grabbing pictures of things and shoving them on to make them look like a cohesive thought. Do not do that. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that going horribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do not use whatever magazines are lying around just because they are convenient. Make sure they embody things that you resonate with. So do not not use like, you know, the uh, the wood burners weekly or something. (laughs) It's all just going to be a bunch of wood burning. (laughs) Which is great if that's what your goals are. Oh, my gosh. No, I mean, I don't even know what that would be. Uh, Okay, there are some random like cosmopolitan or well if you're trying to manifest some like spicy relationships maybe grab a few cosmopolitan articles i don't know man have you ever seen the sex advice they give it's bad (laughs) not for years and years because i realized after the age of geez i don't even know it was sometime in my 20s where you realized that they were just rehashing the same like four things to do (laughs) It was just like, all right, been there, done that. I, I think I've outgrown this. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they'll always get you like, you know, the most amazing oral sex position of your life. It's like, uh... yeah. And then it's just the same one that everyone does all the time. <laughs> all <laughs> the not... time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they'll put a little like thing at the bottom of it saying, don't worry. It's not like a kitten lapping up milk. <laughs> Shout out to last week. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So make sure that the articles are things that you resonate with. And that kind of goes back to the first point of don't create mindlessly and don't grab at things because you're at some sort of party and everybody's, you know, making these vision boards and you don't really believe in it, but you just don't want to be judged for not making one and you're just grabbing at whatever. Yes, like also, we give you permission to just go to the kitchen and get a glass of wine. Like you yeah. don't have to do the, the vision boards if you don't want to. You don't have to partake. It's just, you know, just do it if you really are going to put some intent into it. Uh, don't put things on your vision board just because you think they are things other people or social convention require. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe if you're posting like a bunch of wedding photos, but like deep down, you know that you don't really care about getting married. It's just that your mom really wants you to get married. (laughs) Or, you know, don't make your mom's vision board for you. (laughs) Or you really want a child at some point, but you really don't want to get married. But you're really worried that people are going to judge you if you don't have somebody in a wedding dress on there with the baby picture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like you can just 
vision board like a bunch of babies without like, <laughs> with without without the mate <laughs> a bunch of baby how many <laughs> you better be consciously creating here do not throw like 80 babies on this thing because oh okay that's how we're going wild here okay yeah. i see it so only okay so like if you are want to manifest having a child someday you should only do a picture of one singular baby or maybe like two or three but yeah, yeah like don't go like with go crazy with the baby magazine yeah and the do, scissors. Not, do not go with the thinking of like if one is great then a hundred are better that is not how this works oh my god i would totally do that with cats i would get like a magazine of cat fancy and i'd be like this one's cute too cut 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 paste 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 and i would have 80 kittens and you know what it would be fine it would be amazing well you'd have a cat ranch then and you'd be like the cat whisperer and you'd have to my like my dreams take in have finally come cat. true but that's another point like you know if somebody's desperate to make a vision board don't just you know if you have like ranger rick around and and cat fancy and you realize that your your vision board is very animal heavy (laughs) really think about that like are you really going to have a raccoon in the house (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe sure, not. he looks fun, and you picked him because you want to do more camping, and he has a little camping outfit on. But really think about what you got going on. <laughs> What's the next one? Watch out. Ooh, this is a good one. Watch out for what you wish for. Be very clear about what you want. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, say you're 25, and you have, like, different career possibilities in front of you, and you don't even really know. <laughs> well that's why you have to keep coming back and like refining the board or the notebook or whatever but don't kind of put things on there that you are in it's like people being in love with the idea of being in love it's like really think about what's going up there if if you think that something seems like it would be a sexy career or uh even a, a different way to kind of dress or whatever like think about what that really means for you in your own life like are those five inch stilettos really practical or what kind of message are you sending out and make sure that it's a message that you want people to get and there's a lot of different reasons why somebody would wear five inch stilettos but I'm just saying you know if you're wearing them then own them But if you're just picking them because you're like, oh, those are so sexy and I want to look sexy or like if that's not your version of sexy, then don't pick it. Yeah, I could see. um, Yeah, picking all the wrong things. And then if you actually wore those, you would just be uncomfortable and cranky all night. (laughs) Yes. Well, so it could be anything. It could be, oh, you put, you know, skydiving on there. That would be really fun skydiving. But if you're afraid of heights and you really don't want to go skydiving, but you're just putting it because you want to take more risks, then pick something riskier that you would actually do. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have no idea how that's going to manifest. It could be you find yourself jumping out of a plane and you're not happy about that. But it could also be that you are you end up taking a career risk that 
is very terrifying to you and you didn't expect to take it, it could be anything it's it's symbolic so it doesn't have to be the jumping out of a plane but if you deep down are not comfortable with jumping out of a plane do not put it on the vision board what if you're trying to manifest like a future partner who's super adventurous <laughs> well then you have to go back to you go, you want somebody who has similar interests so if you are okay with them jumping out of a plane and doing couples activities, you will probably be jumping out of that plane as well. Okay. So it's like, you have to make sure that you're fine. Like what type of excitement and danger that you want? Like if you wouldn't actually go skydiving with your partner, maybe find like a photograph of people who are camping, if that's your thing. That's what he wants. <laughs> that really is risky, Virgo Lass. The camping. <laughs> I mean, camping can be risky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but see, that's your version of, of risky, crazy. That is good. We're, we're making progress. That would be on your vision board. <laughs> I'm an earth sign. <laughs> <laughs> Now, would that be camping like on top of like, would you climb a mountain to get to the camping spot or would that be like hike a couple miles and then camp? Oh, God. I mean, I was just putting that out there for somebody else who might like camping, but like, <laughs> no, then my vision board, I'll just be like indoors. <laughs> <laughs> indoors. All right. So the other thing is, you know, you want a riskier, a risk taking kind of partner. And however you define that, if you aren't okay with, say, if you put like the, what is that? I'm going to like butcher that. Is it the Indianapolis 500? Yeah. If you put a picture of that up there, but you don't like race cars, then that would be a problem. Or it could also symbolize a guy who finishes too fast. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, be careful with those racing car magazines. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You you have to watch out for what you wish for because you just might get it and <laughs> it could be bad. So really, really agree with the, the pictures in every way that you're putting on there. Uh, here's another one. Don't make it too wordy. Your subconscious works in pictures. So a lot of times you will be tempted in magazines or online to find word art or what are those awful things? The clouds. Oh, yeah. Like the word clouds. <sighs> word clouds. That's just, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to lump that in with the word impactful and unpack this and anything else corporate-y. It is not a cloud. A cloud is a beautiful, fluffy thing full of wonder. That is just a big pile of sadness. <laughs> no, it reminds me of, like, here I go. I am, always have to do a reference every single show. But the uh, episode of Parks and Rec, where they're trying to figure out, like, the perfect gift for Leslie Nope, And so Ron Swanson makes a word cloud out of all of her emails. And the biggest word of all is her best friend. Friend Anne and like slightly smaller is her boyfriend Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But so you'd be tempted because they have a lot of like headings on magazine articles or whatever. You know, you could put a couple words on there if you want, but most of it should be pictures. So you can take the word sexy or you could take the, you know, whatever the, the, 
particular career is that you want, you could use that word if you want. Or if you want to be more outgoing, you know, if there's a descriptive word for that or something about like finding the relationship of your dreams or something about love, go ahead, slap a word or two up there. But I would probably keep it to three words or less on the entire thing. I could see that because that's probably a good reminder to someone like me because I tend to, my brain just processes words like, you know, I'm not very visual, I'm more wordy. And so I could see myself making a vision board, but wanting to explain every single little thing to myself. So (laughs) I would just like end up like writing an entire journal next to each each picture, explaining why I chose it and the intent behind it and what I want from it and my hopes and my dreams and it would would take up the entire board. (laughs) It would be like three pictures and a bunch of words. (laughs) Now, what you can do is after you get your vision board together, you can write out an explanation in a journal about your vision board and date it and maybe include a picture of your vision board with that journal page and do it that way. But keep those two things separate because otherwise what happens is the logical brain gets engaged with all the words and the subconscious then kind of falls to the wayside. And the subconscious doesn't understand language the same way. And so you're like communicating on two different levels at once and it's not going to work out. Your subconscious is just going to check out from that. Yeah, I can see that. I, that's what I need. I just need more pictures in my life. <laughs> yes, pictures. And that brings me to my next point, which is don't be afraid of color. Oh, I am not afraid of color <laughs> unless it's in my wardrobe. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. If if some people may have preferred like color palettes, like maybe they're more neutral or maybe they love the dramatic. So they'll pick black and white and say red or purple and maybe another color, maybe a navy or a twilight. And the whole they're so worried about getting all of the pictures to kind of get the same theme. So visually, it'll look like a cohesive kind of art piece, that is not what you want. Basically, what you're saying is you're not trying to make the vision board like be aesthetically pretty and all go together. It's like, that's not the point of it. You're not creating (laughs) art here. I mean, your vision board after you create it could inspire you to make another piece like that, that is very self-affirming and you can kind of leave up somewhere that's in a more public area and be proud of it. That's great, whatever. But your vision board is actually a tool to communicate your true desires, you know, of your subconscious and have them actually come out into the world. And so the pictures are just kind of your method of a language. It's, It's not meant to be organized in any way. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Like, because your subconscious, it, it organizes it for you. Yes, it's it's choosing everything already. So, the next thing is don't be too limiting with your choices, and you have to be able to. I, I know some people who are very control oriented or whatever may not want to kind of leave things up to the universe, but it is kind of taking whatever your true desires are and just kind of putting them out there and having the faith that they will be fulfilled. And so you can't go into it with the mindset of, oh, you know, yeah, I want to travel and 
this island looks beautiful and it's halfway around the world, but I don't have the kind of money to go travel there or I don't have that kind of vacation time. So I'm going to pick like Wisconsin Dells. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, because... Yeah, this is supposed to be aspirational. It's not supposed to be like your summer plans for next June. (laughs) Yes, but people will get, they'll get scared. They'll be kind of like, ooh, I'm asking for too much. It actually reminds me of, and I don't know how many people are actually even going to get this reference, but I feel the need to say it. Um, Phineas and Ferb, the cartoon, Disney, (laughs) they had a Christmas special and a Christmas album. And Dr. Doofenshmirtz is like, you know, wanting to take over the world, of course, or the tri-state area. Like the tri-state area. (laughs) (laughs) And he starts out with asking for the entire tri-state area. And, you know, it's sung to the whole Five Golden Rings or whatever song. And as the verses progress, he keeps like narrowing it down. And then, well, maybe two of the states. Well, maybe just one state, you know, well, maybe. And then he asked for something like really small. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what it was, but it was something Christmassy and small and and anybody could get it and whatever. And so uh, that's kind of what you want to avoid when you start working on your vision board, because your rational mind will kind of depending on how. I think some people are have an easier time with this than others, but the people who are really like straight shooters, very rational, logical people might struggle with the whole concept of just kind of, oh, whatever, whatever you wanted, the world is your oyster. I'll be like, yeah, no, you know, there are limits here. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, put the the trip to Bali on there, put the beach house, put the crazy sports car, whatever floats your boat, put it on there and, and really just whatever you can dream up, put it on there, have some fun with it. That's the point of this is to have fun. Like you're as a kid, you would never be worried about like, oh, I'm never actually going to have a Ferrari or a mansion. Like, no, you'd be like pasting photos of, you know, mansions and Ferraris and be like, this is my future life over here. Well, that's why Barbie was so awesome. She had the dream house. She had the Corvette. It was like, of course I can have those things. Right. She was very aspirational. (laughs) Barbie can have it. So can I. Barbie can be an astronaut. (laughs) Barbie's doing it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Barbie got to love her. Uh, (laughs) Oh, here's another one. And this this gets a little dark. This is like vision boards on the dark side. Don't, this is almost voodoo, don't try to control others through your vision board. Oh, 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 like if you put up a photo of a specific person that you know in real life and like, (laughs) I'm going to marry this guy. (gasps) Yes. It could also work for, say, you want your child to go to a, uh, go into a certain career or you want your husband to move with you to a certain place or or do maybe change jobs or do something else. Like it has to only be your visions for your life and yourself, not for other people. It, it just has to be you. So, yeah, you could say you could make the argument, well, I'm married or I'm dating someone or whatever. So they would have to be OK with it if it's on my board. Eh, that's up to them. They have free will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they have their own vision board. <laughs> so but I could see somebody, you know, 
getting spurned (laughs) (laughs) and putting some some scary images on that vision board with you know (laughs) some some angry angry things do not do the angry things the vision board is a happy place like Oh my, could you imagine like if you're a kid and your mom like has a vision board with your future spouse and your future career and all of this and they're like, oh, this is what I want for you. Like, could you imagine that pressure? <laughs> well, and that's just kind of creepy. I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe your mom has like this, uh, <laughs> this whole beautiful outline of your life, you know, like, yeah, like maybe you'd be very happy, like with a wife and uh, being a lawyer and living in the countryside, but maybe you're gay and you want to be an artist and you want to live in Paris. (laughs) Yes. Yep. That's why you can only control your visions. Um, Another one that some people, (laughs) if they're not really artistic, I've actually seen this happen because I've been (laughs) I've been to enough vision board workshops. Do not ask. (laughs) (laughs) They do not leave a lot of white space on your board. Oh, okay. So you're supposed to just completely cover it? Yes. Yeah. It is a collage. And don't get like weird about making a grid system and having everything line up. Like it really should be kind of slapped on intuitively. Like things could be at angles, things could be upside down if you want. You you could do whatever you want to do, just kind of however you express yourself. Just just put that out there. But don't leave, you know, don't be so worried about having like, you know, this aesthetic kind of everything lining up that you have like big empty spots. <gasps> okay. Okay. So no white space. No white space. Uh don't put conflicting ideas on your board. This will cause delays and stagnation. But what if you have all this white space left? You got to fill it with something. (laughs) Put donuts. (laughs) Can't have too many donuts. (laughs) Because I want donuts. Oh, that could go horribly wrong. Do not put donuts. (laughs) If you want donuts, it will be because you either want a career with donuts or you really, really love the donuts. But then just put one or, you know, a dozen donuts. Don't put a half a board of donuts because you could go into a diabetic coma or something (laughs) bad 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 that actually okay that brings up something that i could also see as being the dark side of the vision board it's like i'm thinking people who are really into diet culture and so they post like a photo of like some super hot model and they put it on their refrigerator and like as inspiration for like their future body and I, i that i i find like kind of just incredibly unhealthy where it's like okay maybe you want to be aspirational but I mean you shouldn't be aspirational about your body like I mean there's a difference between wanting to be healthy and just like putting pressure on yourself that doesn't need to be there okay wait so I'm because I mean are you talking about I want this I can't talk now specific body type that I will never be able to have or Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like where, um, I mean, cause most, I mean, most models you're going to see on the internet or in a magazine are going to have a body that you are never going to have. That woman is like six foot two. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> True. Yeah. 
And if you were actually her size, you would be like, you would just be horribly unhealthy. Yeah, definitely be realistic about, you know, your health goals and losing weight is great and 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 showing somebody, showing, you know, a fit person doing something, you know, some sort of activity might be a better way to do that. I don't know. I mean, the other thing is like, like, just like you want to be kind to yourself, like don't make a vision board that makes your present self feel like a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, there is no shaming with your board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I think the other thing, too, is that, like, I, younger people, I think, struggle with this more before they really get a sense of who they are as a person and, and their, who their, what their body is like and everything else. But I remember being, you know, early teens and looking at the people, the women with the big chests that and I knew at, by that point that I was never going to have the double D chest. But I felt like, you know, if I cut a picture out of the magazine, it had to be this beautiful woman with this big chest. That, you know, and then I did. I was going to feel bad about myself because it just that was not in the cards for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so much fun. Unless, I guess, your part of your vision board includes a boob job. And yeah, like, that's totally a thing. Like, no shame in that. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe you're like, okay, um, yeah, I, I want a boob job. Um, I'm just going to put that on my vision board, put that out into the universe and, and see what happens. Maybe in five years, like, that's a goal. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, if you really feel like that will make you feel more like yourself, then definitely go for it. But it just has to be things that are in some way attainable and that you want and that you're actively bringing into your life. Uh, As far as the conflicting ideas on your board, though, don't put things about, you know, being a free spirit and single and then putting things about marriage on your board. I think that sometimes if you have conflicting ideas, that's a a kind of a yellow light kind of yield moment where you need to kind of re-examine where you're coming from and like what ideals you're trying to like conform to for society versus what you really deep down want. Because I think sometimes you can rationalize things or lie to yourself thinking that, you know, oh, this is fine. I'm just going to do this. This Everybody already has this laid out for me. That's what I'm doing. You know, maybe it's the family business. Maybe it's a, a type of path for school. Whatever it is, if it's something that you really deep down don't want to do, then it's not for you and it shouldn't be on the board. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Like, um, uh, once again, like reiterating, like it has to be your board for yourself and not like filled with a bunch of things that your mom wants for you. <laughs> so true. Um, <laughs> or society, like depending on your culture or yeah. a lot of different factors. So definitely. Yeah. Uh, another thing is <laughs> make sure what happens on the vision board doesn't just stay on the vision board. Don't assume that creating the vision board will get you to where you want to without putting in some effort. Right. I mean, I could see it as being kind of like a starting point. Yeah, it's just a a way to kind of uh, 
have your subconscious and your conscious mind get on the same page. But whatever you can own, whatever you can do for yourself, then get those plans in motion and start working towards those goals. And the smallest little kind of efforts make a difference. So whatever it is, take, you know, that that community college class, do whatever it is, just do something in the direction of the goals that are on your board. Another thing is don't phrase things in a way that implies a lack. Mm. So uh, like for a future lack or your present lack? Um, I do- <laughs> I want to lose 20 pounds. Maybe say, you know, I, I want to be healthier or I want to be at the healthiest weight for me. Oh, yeah. See, going back to just like trying to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Like not, uh, yeah, like. Yeah, not like putting yourself down in the process, like, oh, like I um, need to lose this in order to be happy. Yes. Or if you have people living with you and you need them to move out, don't put, I don't want any more freeloaders in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Just put a cactus by your door. (laughs) Just (laughs) put anything that makes you feel insufficient. Definitely. Or any words that are on your vision board that are negative or that imply a lack, make sure that those are not present. And um, don't lose hope when you are creating your vision board. Make sure that it's a you understand it's a process. It takes time and that things will come together at the most beneficial time for your spiritual growth. And sometimes that can happen very quickly and sometimes it can take a good amount of time. But that's why you need to kind of revisit your vision board every three to six months and refine it and maybe even make a new one. If you realize that you're looking at it going, geez, I don't want any of this anymore. What was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, just make a new one. <laughs> They're cheap. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and some of it could be that you were you had a friend group, maybe you were living together and then people started moving out or getting married. Maybe you switched schools, maybe a lot of different things happened. You got a new job and then you, you start realizing you, you want different things and you go back to the vision board and you're just like, this just is not me at all. I don't want those things. I don't want most of those things. Maybe you can salvage some of it, but just keep refining it. Yeah. That's a big thing. Like, you know, we've talked about doing a vision board for your future relationship. And I feel like, I mean, because we live in a society that's very relationship-centered, but I mean, your relationships to your friends are so important and uh, it's so much harder to make friends when you're an adult. So I... (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so like, I mean, if yeah, if you've moved to a new place or maybe like you just outgrew like a lot of your old friendships or maybe like... You just had a baby and now your other friends, like, they aren't there yet and they're still, like, you know, going out to the bars and you just, like, you know, want some other mom friends to, like, you know, just roll around strollers with and stuff. I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I could see, like, uh, maybe do, like, a future friendship type of vision board. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of times, too, if when your life kind of shifts and it goes through phases and everything, just kind of think about the 
other aspects of your life that, you know, if you can do any hobbies that you've been meaning to do that you haven't, if you belong to a certain type of religion and you need to join a new church or like for me, it was big to, and hopefully I'll be able to start going back, but um, the there's a Buddhist temple that's a couple towns away and that was a lifesaver for me, especially a few years ago when I was going through a career shift. It was just, I had a very, 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 very stressful job and going there and meditating once a week was just a beautiful thing. Oh, God, I bet. (sighs) So, and it's a gorgeous temple. It's just, but wherever that is, or, you know, just so going, joining up with some things, especially now that things are starting to get back to normal, but, you know, even some online groups in the meantime or something, and just kind of take up some new hobbies and start being with different groups of people, because then you will make friends. It's just, you have to find people who are like-minded. Yeah, exactly. You need someone who, you need people around you who like fit into your life as it is now. As opposed to your life as it was when you were a teenager in your early 20s. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you do have those lifelong friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) (laughs) But but when you think about a lot of the friends that you've had, and some of them you talk to every so often, some of them it could be years in between, and their life path just took them in a completely different direction. Yeah. So it's kind of like you can't, you just don't have enough to talk about on a daily or weekly or monthly basis, but you're always happy to see them and and everybody's happy to talk every once in a great while. So it really kind of depends on the level, but yeah. And having babies, I mean, that definitely throws everything for a loop. I think that it changes like how, at least for me, like it changed my view of myself. I didn't, I felt like I didn't know myself anymore. I didn't know my own body. I was afraid to be left alone with this little creature that I was like terrified I would like drop the ball on. Yeah. And like, so, I mean, it was just, there were so many layers that it was just very hard. And it depends on the community that you're in and like what they prioritize. Like I lived down South part of it and all the moms were way younger and so I would take my baby to the park and I was like you know looked at like well you know do you have three or four or five kids no this is my first oh (laughs) it's so funny for me to think that because I viewed you as a very young mom because you had your first kid when you were when you're 20 still but like no all the 21 year old moms were like oh okay grandma yeah really (laughs) Definitely. So it it definitely was an experience. And it was funny because right, I lived somewhere right before I moved because I moved when I was pregnant. And the place that I lived before I moved was very career centered. And so people would look at me the opposite way, like, wow, you're already pregnant. Wow. <laughs> yep. So I was getting judged on both sides. Like it was actually, it's very hard being a woman. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You really can't win <laughs> no matter what your life choices are, either like you're having your kids too young, you're having them too old or why the hell haven't you had any yet? Like what's wrong with you? You monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so there, you can't, you're damned if you do damned if you don't. So anyways, but the, you bring up a good point. You need to kind of, be able to meet people and have friends in your life that are kind of in the same boat as you and just kind of 
able to experience some of the same things and share in some of the same things. So some of the things that you can do to kind of help your dreams flourish that you kind of put out there on your vision board. First of all, you the biggest thing is to be positive. If you put this stuff together on your vision board and you're kind of like already second guessing it or you really don't believe it's attainable, it's not going to happen. And there's no way it's going to happen. So you need to put it lovingly on the board with the best intentions. And when you kind of stick that stuff down or draw that stuff out or tack it on your Pinterest, send it to the universe then. Like as you're doing it, just be like, okay, I'm I'm handing this over. This is no longer mine. And just kind of let it be, let it take off, let it go where it needs to go. When you plant a seed, you don't sit there and worry about like, well, where, how far down in the dirt is it? Like, what does it look like every day? No, you just, you plan it and you trust it'll come up. So that's kind of what you need to do with the vision boards. Also, after you do the board, that's when, and I, we kind of talked about this earlier, but the journaling and that sort of thing, make lists of your positive attributes, your ideal life, your ideal relationship, home, et cetera, anything that you kind of put on the board already. Make your vision board a happy place that your mind can get lost in, hence the no white spots. (laughs) No white space. (laughs) No white space. Uh, Dream big. (laughs) Do not limit yourself because something may seem unattainable because you just never know what's going to happen. And also, sometimes it's literal. So here's something like it's silly. But if you put something with like a doctor, a doctor happens to be in the picture. And then you end up being known as the doctor of something like it's it's just an honorary title, but it just happens to be that that's what happens. You don't know how it's going to come out. So if your subconscious is kind of like if you're you're in intuitive side is like grabbing at a picture going, this is so cool. I need this on my board. Don't question it. Just put it on there. Okay. Just, just look at it. And I mean, if you're having that strong of a reaction, then definitely something, there's something with it. You just don't know yet. So be conscious about everything you're putting on there, but also definitely listen to your intuition. There are certain things where there isn't always an explanation at the time. Like you, you, you're, rational brain can't process what even your subconscious has kind of cooking up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Your subconscious can surprise you. (laughs) So you talked about this earlier, but loving who you are right now, making sure that you don't put anything on the board that makes you feel bad about yourself. And yeah, honoring. Like we have an entire internet. Like, I mean, you can easily find somebody on there in your size wearing a cute outfit and you can just be like, okay, this is the person that I want to project to the world. Like this chick is cute and sassy and feeling herself and that's how I want to be too. <laughs> yeah, well, and it could also be um, job related or something. Like yeah. don't be down on yourself because you're not in your dream career yet. Like don't knock where you are, just keep working to move forward. Yeah, so your vision board shouldn't make you feel bad about where you're at now. Yes. Yeah, it's just to kind of release your dreams and just kind of let things percolate. Um honor the process, realize that things happen on a a schedule that is greater than 
what you can conceive of and just kind of go with it. But the the biggest thing for you when you're creating a vision board, anybody out there, is just the intent that you put into it and the positivity and the love and just let those things flow and whatever will happen will happen. Just case sarah sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to take steps to kind of do what you can to follow what's on the vision board. If there's anything that you can possibly do, baby step it, do whatever you can to kind of put yourself in that direction because the intention is everything. So if the universe kind of sees that you are taking the steps, however small, it will kind of start throwing more opportunities in your direction in that vein. And we all like, we can all use more opportunities, especially after this year. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, that's the nature of things. Yeah. So yeah, actually like this probably is like a really good point in time to make a vision board because things are starting to open back up again. And like, our world, it's going, I mean, we all keep talking about going back to normal, but like, I feel like normal is hell and gone. <laughs> and maybe it's like time to make a vision board about like, how you want your life to look now moving forward after this hell year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that yeah, it's like given people a lot of time to reflect and whether they wanted to or not, some of them are making career pivots. And there's a lot of different, the, a lot of people have, you know, been shaken up in the last year. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a good time to kind of put things out there on the board and say, you know, how am I going to rise from the ashes of this last year and rise like, from the sourdough starter? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now you're making me hungry. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm on uh I'm on lower carbs. I'm not low carb. I'm just on the the joyless carbs <laughs> of fruits and vegetables. No, they're lovely. I love fruits and vegetables. They give me glowing skin and they're wonderful. La la la. But I just want a flipping piece of bread every once in a while, okay? Do. I mean, why wouldn't you? Bread is amazing. Bread is amazing. It is. Uh, well, what what do they say? Manna from heaven. <laughs> manna from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so and then this is. Uh, oh, two more things. So act as if. So anything you can do aside from like taking the baby steps and and doing what you can to kind of do what's in the board. Just kind of anything that you can do that is. Oh, I want to be rich and famous. Then maybe. <laughs> it is a little bit harder to do right now, but dress a little bit nicer, take care of yourself, make sure that, you know, your, your personal grooming is, is in check. Uh, if there's any clothes that have holes in them or have pills all over them, throw them out, try to do the things that you would do picturing yourself in a certain lifestyle, you know, to a point, don't get weird about it. Not to say, I mean, if your goal is to be rich and famous, then like, yeah, like you're like, oh, yeah, like wear nicer clothes and stuff. And I'm just like, okay, um, do your makeup and like get those likes up on Instagram. <laughs> 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 I'm not following. <laughs> <laughs> 
get on TikTok and learn how to do a dance. <laughs> TikTok. That's what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to get myself on the TikTok and I'm going to do, gonna... do a dance just to embarrass my daughter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mama's on TikTok. I've already seen the looks when I've jokingly, jokingly kind of talked about that before. The, the attitude in just the face. She doesn't even have to say anything. And it's like. Oh, the death look. Um, <laughs> oh, I remember giving that look to my mom when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> Just like back away slowly. <laughs> so no, but I don't mean like, you know, everybody needs to be rich and famous on their boards. But if you want your life to be better, then you need to take the the steps and act like your life is getting better. And that means, you know, pulling yourself out of your, you know, kind of drudgery and the thinking that everything is going to stay the same and wearing all the gray clothes, like just do some things, you know, maybe put out uh, some fresh flowers every once in a while, put something in your environment that makes you happy, just kind of get rid of the clothes that make you feel bad when you wear them, just the little things, you know, clean out your car. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just like, I think going through like some old some old stuff of mine, I was like going to put on a hoodie and then all of a sudden I was like, I bought this hoodie when I was at my previous job that I hated. And every time I pick it up, I think about that job that I hated. I should probably just get rid of this hoodie. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Get rid of the hoodie. You know, I actually I was test driving a shirt today and it was the same thing where it was like, well, theoretically. It's a neutral colored shirt that should go under a lot of things. But every time I would put it on, I hated myself. In it. Yeah. And I'm wearing it going, okay, this is the last time. And I'm really like consciously deciding if I'm going to keep the shirt or not. It's from Old Navy. It's like four or five years old. It's got this weird blend of black and white threads that like from a distance I thought would look gray, but they just look kind of like a washed out sad ivory that does nothing for my skin tone. Aww, <laughs> sad ivory. Sad <laughs> ivory. And then it's like misshapen somehow. Like their quality control isn't always the best. Sorry, no. maybe, but it had to be said. And so it's sewn slightly off. <laughs> The V-neck is too low, like really, really low. And then the the side is like slightly twisted. I don't know. It just has never been. And the arms are a little too tight. So I think yeah. it's going away after today. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I've done that too many times before too, where every time I put on a certain article of clothing, I hate it, but I also feel guilty about getting rid of it because when I look at it, I'm like, it's a perfectly fine, neutral sort of piece. And uh, I could wear it with multiple outfits. It's just that I hate it. <laughs> so it's not neutral at all. It's just, it's just angering and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get rid of it. Um, <laughs> which actually brings me to my last point that, that actually was a perfect, uh, little, little way to get to this point. Um, if if your vision board begins to annoy you in any way, burn it or throw it out immediately. Release it to the universe. Just just do what you need to do. I and sometimes that happens. Sometimes 
you don't realize that the life that you want is one that you don't really want until you start staring at it. And then you go, oh my God, why do I have this on there? And it could be like one element of it, but it could be just the whole message is just not you. And just seriously burn it. Just do it, rip it up, do whatever you want. It will be cathartic. It's destroy. Destroy it. Do start again and then go through the process and really kind of maybe pay attention to how the the pictures you're choosing this time around are different than what you thought you wanted. Yeah, I feel like that could be an interesting experiment. (laughs) Like just, yeah, just burning this annoying thing that you thought you wanted. Yes. So... A lot for vision. I mean, you would think that vision boards are, you know, (laughs) they seem pretty straightforward, but they're really not. Yeah, no, I thought that. I didn't realize that uh, vision boards were so complex before this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I'm like curious to see, though, like if anybody does one and wants to kind of reach out to us. And I would love to see even like people sharing their pictures of their vision boards or just telling me about their experiences. Maybe you did one in the past and like what you ended up manifesting, like some just warm, fuzzy stories or even the vision boards that people made that did go wrong. Yeah. (laughs) And realized after the fact that, wow, I did manifest what I was asking for. And that is not what I wanted at all. Yep. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) feel free to um let us know on twitter i'm at chick underscore mystic and virgo lass is lass virgo (laughs) seriously every time no (laughs) underscore nothing just just a nice smooth flow right there (laughs) uh you can reach out to me on facebook and at my mystic chick page on facebook And also on Podbean, you can make comments on the show, or you can also, uh, I don't know, leave feedback on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or iTunes. We actually just got our podcast on Stitcher this week. Good times. Good times. iHeartRadio. There's a bunch of other places. And again, if there is a platform, and there are some where it's not economically feasible, Uh, But if there is a platform that people use out there and you're wondering why we're not on it, please give us a heads up and we might be able to get ourselves on there. I do not know all of the platforms out there and it is a very big world. So please reach out. Yes. Yeah. And if you like us, please give us five stars and uh, leave a review. It doesn't even have to be like a long review. Just like, you know, a few words saying that you like us. (laughs) That would be awesome. (laughs) So, yes, Lazy Witchcraft next week. And, yeah, there will be some topics that uh, if anybody's got a question in the chat and wants a tarot reading, I do some short tarot readings uh, during the podcast. Anything that I can answer in a yes or no. If you want anything, like, more kind of expansive than that, then please reach out to me on Twitter even. Send me a DM. And uh, we can schedule a reading and I will hopefully have my website up soon and we'll be sharing that with everyone. So that is exciting also. It is exciting. Look at us. <laughs> We've got so much going on. We're, we're growing. We're expanding. We are. 
So until next week, everybody out there, stay mystical. Good night, my witches.